Welcome to the Flicky Podcast, where even good films get bad reviews. I'm your host, Chris, and I am joined by the star of the Flicky Podcast, John. It is a cold, windy, blustery, and rainy afternoon here in New York. How are you doing? I'm good, dude. You're good? Tired and cold. Yeah, it's, uh, what, the the expressions, uh, colder than a banker's heart, colder yeah. than a gravedigger's ass. Yeah. I don't know any other expressions like that one. But it's cold. It's freezing. It's cold. It's not fun. Uh, whatchamacallit? You know what I'm really sick of? What? And I'm a little jaded. Don't call me like a Grinch. Because I do like Christmas music. Yeah. You're already sick of Christmas music? No, no, no. No, no. Not totally. Yeah. I am sick of pentatonics. I'm, I'm tired of pentatonics being a thing. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know what pentatonics is. That's the acapella group. That, uh-huh. That's there's like six of them. Okay. And I heard about. Th- Are you sure there aren't five? I don't know. There's a lot Pen- of them. Pentatonics. Yeah, this comes right. from there's like five. the Greek yeah, you're right. five, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They're an acapella group. There's five. You're right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, they're an acapella group. Uh, and like. Every once in a while, cool, cool shit. Like, I, I appreciate it. Uh, when you hear the whole album at work uh, a few times. Did someone, is someone picking that? Like, um, someone specifically? Like, yeah, there's a boss that picks it, or, or the, is it some AI uh, decision or I think they corporate put it, wide Amazon decision? I think they put it in uh, like, a, like a Christmas list, and it just so happened that the whole like pentatonics albums have come up because they have a lot <laughs> oh they do they have a few i've never heard of these people they're they're, they're pretty famous okay they're talented don't get me so wrong i'm sure i've probably heard their music it's absolutely like them playing. your wife has definitely heard of them right okay and it's just like it's the same sound though after a while <laughs> right they you do know? everything the same way okay yeah the one guy with the, who's the bass of the dum whatever the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. christmas beat will be he's doing that and then you hear the harmonies it's just i'm not into pentatonics okay now were you never in pentatonics or into them or it's just now you've heard them too much i've heard them too much gotcha. so it's just like when i worked in retail and i heard the same songs and like some of them i can still listen to i'm not that completely fucked up uh-huh but like i can't listen to the hawaiian christmas song anymore yeah i don't know what that is uh mili kalikiwaka is the island way on a fine Christmas day. Oh. It's terrible. Okay. Uh, I can't listen to Susie Snowflake. Okay. I don't know any of this. Yeah. Uh, Pentatonics also won NBC's The Sing-Off in 2011. I knew they won some that competition. Won them, that won them a recording contract. Yeah, very talented people. Okay. They've had 10 million subscribers on YouTube as of 2016, which means that's much higher now. Yeah. I guess you go on YouTube. They did the Rockefeller tree the other, a couple years ago, I think. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's NBC. So that makes okay. sense. Um, you know well, what I really like listening to, though? Like, ironically, because I don't think it's a good song. Yeah. You know that uh, the Africa song? Do they know it's Christmas? You know that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big song. Yeah. Uh, my favorite like that part song. of that song is that when... I, f- I don't know which singer it is. I have to really listen to it. But someone sings uh, the greatest gift that they'll get in Africa is to be alive. And then I th- 
I am about 99% That's a real Michael. lyric? That's a lyric. Yeah, that's a real lyric. And then okay. right after that, George Michael goes, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, right. And okay. it's just like that is not not where you put the O's. Yeah. Right after, you know, dead Africans. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, that's so super just famous. Eat. I never. <laughs> you know, do they know it's Christmas after yeah. all? They actually don't. Uh, I will listen to that part. That's funny. I haven't heard yeah, that I song. I laugh every single time when you listen to it. You'll be like, oh, wow, he's right. It, that's not necessary. I'm trying to think. That's not a song you hear very often like in, in a department store or anything. You know what I mean? That's I did. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I can't remember the last time I've heard that song I for, used uh, to personally. I used to hear that. Uh-huh. I used to hear a lot of Frank Sinatra, which is fine. I don't mind that. Yeah. Um, Dean Martin. Sure. Tony. You know, the, a lot of those staples, which aren't bad, but like... Some of them get to the point like I don't like listening to Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, no one does. I can't do it anymore. Oh, like Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Right, right. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you know. So, so pentatonics have <laughs> uh, five. They actually don't list their the number of their subscribers anymore. Okay. Uh oh no, yeah they do. I'm I'm an idiot. They have nineteen point uh, nine, so twenty million subscribers. I thought it would be more. Uh, but they've uh, they've racked up five point almost five point uh, nine billion views on their videos. Okay. Like their videos have hundreds of like there's this one video. They're very yeah. They're hundred forty million views, especially during this time period. Hundred one million views, but like they're just doing. They're they did Hallelujah mm-hmm. six years ago that has six hundred ninety three million views. I heard that the other day. Little yeah. Drummer Boy two hundred seventy seven million views. I heard that. Mary, did you know 287 yep. million views? I've never heard of these people. Yep. Bohemian Rhapsody, 127 no, million. No, not views. a Christmas song, so I didn't hear that. Your mean one, Mr. Grinch, has 16. That's pretty low. The Sound of Silence, 133 million. That's probably somebody good. I used to know. They did the co- a cover of that, 73 million. Oh. This is crazy. I yeah, give them a listen. They did a Macklemore cover, Can't oh, Hold God. Us, 102 million. Not Thrift Shop. No, they didn't do. Th- it wasn't thrift shop. I guess they. I guess one of them can't say I can't roll up with my big cock. Yeah. Song. Well, they fan- could have changed the lyrics though. Like when uh, that girl did. Um, I roll up with my big sock. Yeah. Um, my big clock. They could have made it something. Who's that girl that did the acapella, like the acapella version, um, of the Chris Brown song, Little Wayne, Chris Brown, and and Busta Rhymes. What was that song? I don't know. All Chris Brown songs sound the same to me, yeah, man. Yeah, Chris Brown, Yellow Model Chicks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yellow yeah. Pops sipping, like, and then yeah. there's that girl who got famous. Her and her like husband or boyfriend is like the the producer. Um, yeah, I know. I know exactly what song you're talking about. Yeah. What's that song called? Uh, I don't know. Um, look at me now. And she did the I'm cover. Getting look at paper. Me now. Yeah. Look at me now. <laughs> and she did the cover what was the cover who was the girl and she got kind of and then she got she has a record yeah i don't know if it was because of that cover but that's what blew up okay from carmen in 2011 oh she's a first name just one name yeah oh like adele or yeah. Cher. cover well i think carmen's the name of the group and that has 113 million views and that was huge okay. so pentatonix has uh, one video that has almost 700 million views and i don't know who these people are i don't know if that <laughs> makes you feel old like the young are, are young kids like uh, like we're teenagers all gonna know who these people are i imagine Pentatonics. so yeah i, I would I've never heard so. of them yeah wow pretty famous pretty talented 
tired of the Christmas songs. Yeah. Um, that's not the only thing that with, with music. Uh, we're we're gonna do we're doing the holiday, by the way, guys. This that's yeah. the first movie. But before we go into that, there's a couple of things just to shoot the shit because I don't envision us talking too much about the holiday. No, you can't. T- probably not. Um, so I, you ever get into a thing where you listen to an artist or this or a song like uh-huh. about a couple times a, a month, but then all of a sudden you get into like the whole, I'm going to listen to their whole discography. Yeah. I'm going to sure. get into a thing. I've been, I've been doing that with the talking heads lately. Oh, I love the talking heads. Yeah. I really like little creatures and, uh, uh-huh. fear of music. Those are two amazing yeah. albums. I, I was, I listened to them. All I, haven't, time right I now. haven't listened to those albums. In a while. I did that exact thing with, Oh, in a while I yeah. have, I did that with talking heads years ago i started with their greatest hits because yeah. it was just uh like forget how i discovered them and then i moved through their albums yeah um it's good shit yeah love them what's my favorite album from theirs i'm gonna look that you keep talking well uh, i i started listening to them because i was watching spider-man far from home and there's the movie literally starts like uh to izimbra which yeah. which has become <laughs> one of my favorite yeah, Remain songs. in Light is uh, it's their fourth album. I love that's that good. album. Little Creatures uh, is great. Love Little end, Creatures, Love Fear of Music. Road to Nowhere is fucking. That's a great song. Yeah, it's an amazing song. I mean, they uh, they have so much crazy. I mean, their their live version, Naive Melodies. Uh, I used to listen to that. On repeat. Have you ever saw? Have you ever saw Stop Making Sense? I haven't seen that. No, which is like their famous concert film. Yeah, um, it's good. Someone famous, Jonathan that, Demme. Right? Yeah. Oh, Jonathan Demme. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Um, yeah, I gotta watch that. I almost I don't have want it. To, if you ever want to watch, I can. Always, I, I, I that I was on street. It was on, I think Netflix because I had it on on a list for a while and I never watched it. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, there was another thing. Uh, also, that has to do with music. Before we go into a couple other things, um, so I was on the bus heading into my new shift in the morning. Okay. And if anyone knows me, I'm kind of. I can get combative and blunt, but for the most part, I try to make myself smaller, especially in spaces. Sure. So I'm on the bus and no one's around me. And all of a sudden this woman comes like a couple stops after and sits right in between me and this other person. And there's plenty of room on the bus. Yeah. And instead of like in a weird way. Yeah. And instead of making herself (laughs) smaller or like fitting, she, uh, sits like she's got a ten inch dick, uh-huh. and it's, and her elbows are in my kidneys, and they're not moving. She like a wackadoo. I don't know. And was she older? She was probably like in her late fifties, I would imagine. Okay. And I was annoyed at first, but I'm like, okay, maybe she's just she'll get adjusted. It'll stop. But after like five minutes of not nothing happening and she's not moving, I was like, okay. What do I do to like annoy this person back? Because yeah. her sh- her elbows are literally digging into my. Like, you could have gotten up and moved to one of the empty seats. No, I was there first. You move, <laughs> you fucking fat bitch. You yeah. move. Yeah. So I don't really listen to my music too loud when I'm on the bus or anything because I I'm mindful of my surroundings. Right. So I was like, oh man, I gotta find something fucking loud to annoy this bitch right now. Mm-hmm. So I I try I scroll really right away and I see that. You know, Metallica has their new album coming out in April. So the lead single came out. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if you would like, but if you ever hear it, the hook sounds like the like 
the credit sequence to an anime. Okay. And I think if you ever hear it, you'll be like, you're exactly right. Uh-huh. Uh, so, of course, I pick it. I blast it. And all of a sudden, there's mo- like movement, fidgeting. Doesn't like that it's blasting music. <laughs> like the entire yeah. time, I felt like looking at me. It's like no. experimenting with a creature and realizing what uh, what yeah, bothers because it like what she was cool. It. She was cool with her arms out and her legs out, and everything's in my space. Yeah, nothing yeah. moving for minutes. The second, I put on Metallica and blast that shit. All of a sudden, fidgets. Yeah, yeah. Movement, looking at me. I'm uh-huh. I'm the piece of shit. Yeah. No. It's a nice petty battle you guys got going on. Oh, this oh, I'm a passive aggressive motherfucker sometimes. <laughs> and right after that, I try to look. I, I looked for harder stuff. I w- I found Megadeth. Yeah, yeah. And I was just playing stuff like that after, and then until I left to go on my other bus. Right. But did she eventually get her elbows out of your out of your sides? N- no, I don't think she understood what I was doing. Right. Because she's mm-hmm. a stupid fuck. Yeah. So that's a little wacky. I hate people like that because I, yeah. whenever I'm near people, I try to make myself smaller. I do not want to yeah. be in there. It's like a, on an airplane. I do the same thing. I'm not fucking spread eagling it. Sure. You know, I, but a lot of people don't care. They don't give a share. They some don't people, even consider it. And some they people even... have to, cause they're tall. So that's a different thing. Yeah. But like, I'm not tall. I'm average. Yeah. So if other people are average, don't do that. Right. <laughs> but yeah. you know, that was my, my little stupid story. Yeah, so you so. met a wackadoo on the bus that uh, bothered you, so you bothered her back. That's fun. It's yeah. a fun New York story. That's what I do. Yeah. I get pe- back at people. Let's go. One second. Let's get back to the Christmas spirit, huh? No Christmas spirit. I Wait, um, are, we, are, we, are we not going into the movie yet? No, no. One more thing before we go into the movie. Okay. So we've been doing a, a Ask John sequence oh, the right. last few episodes. Yeah. We are not doing that. Great. We are going to be doing trivia with John. Oh, trivia. Trivia with John. Let's see what's going to test John's knowledge oh, boy. of movies. And uh, it's brought to you by nobody, hopefully Coke, one day. That'd Coca-Cola. Be nice to sell out the Coke. Uh, listen, they they could write us off as like a charitable you know, donation. I will yeah, all take it. Like, so we were looking for charity from Coke. Please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or any other you know, Fortune 500 company yeah, would yeah. be excellent. Um, sure, that would solve a lot of problems. Oh, they, yes, yes, it would. Uh, so, yes, trivia with John before we do the holiday. Yeah. Okay. There is uh, a I'm probably theme. not going to know this, by the way. That's okay. I chose some easy ones and, and some, you know, whatever. Uh, I'll give you partial credit for a couple yeah. of them. I haven't admitted this on the podcast, but, like, my, my film knowledge has trailed off the last few years. That's okay. That's why my, we're doing my this. older age, but go for it. I'm going to, you know, I don't know, jazz you up. Okay, number one. Are these multiple choice? No. Great. Do you want me to do multiple choice? No, no, choice? well, let's go with the question I can do that first. next time. Yeah, no, 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 go with the question <laughs> first. Okay. There were two winners of the 1979 Palme d'Or. Can you name them? Number no. one. Um, You're not probably going to get one of them, but if one of the, the one Deer of them, Hunter and Apocalypse Now? Okay, Apocalypse Now you got is okay. one. The so other, is the other one foreign? Yes. 1978 foreign 79. film. Not, well, but it, right, 79. Yeah. Uh, is it Good Fred? job, Apocalypse was it Now. Good Truffaut? Job. I just remember Apocalypse no. Now. I, I, I remember it won a Palme d'Or. Is it French? No, it's German. Based off German. a very famous German book. Das Boot? No. The Tin Drum. 
Oh, okay. The Tim Drake. I, I never would have gotten that in a million years. Never saw the movie. Read the book, though. No, I don't know the book By either. Gunter Grass. Okay. Yeah. He he won a, a Nobel Prize, actually. Oh, wow. For, oh, in literature? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, 1976 is one of the best years in American cinema, and the nominees for Best Picture were Network, Rocky. One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. 76? Yeah, that was... Oh, no, 75. That was 75. So I'm already wrong. I didn't even get the question yet. (laughs) So the nominees were Network, Network. Rocky, Taxi Driver, Driver, All the President's Men. Can you name the fifth nominee? Network, Taxi Driver, All the President's Men. Rocky. Rocky. So these are all movies that came out in 76. Correct. Uh, 1976. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Why are you asking this question specifically? Oh, Is no, it a I... weird one? Is no. it a weird answer? Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of an odd one. Yeah. I would have gotten all of those besides maybe All the President's Men. Because mm-hmm. I, I I wasn't sure that what year that came out. If you ask me what year it came out, mm-hmm. I was at some time in the seventies. Um, can I get a hint? Is there some sort of hint you can give me? Uh, it's based off a folk singer. Um, a true story. True story based off a folk singer. Yeah, real person. And stars one of the Carradine brothers. Nashville. No. Well, it's not good guess though, but that's not a real. No, I know it's all fake people. Yeah, love that movie by the way. Great Robert movie. Altman. Um, so that's the Carradine brother that didn't uh, hang himself. I'm guessing that didn't I die think it's jerking David. off. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, with the with tie, the rope around the tie, his neck, which the tie I think might have been a murder, but we don't. We we'll never know. Yeah, the time um, ladies. No, I don't know. What is it? Bound for Glory. Oh, I would never have gotten that. Yeah, I've never seen that film. I know, I know the name. Bound for Glory. Uh. I didn't know that was a true story. What's it? Who's the folk singer? Guthrie. Oh, that's a Woody Guthrie movie. Yeah. Shh, just know the name. Yeah. So Woody Guthrie. And I know it's like a, a country singer uh, story. Yep. Uh, Is that a good movie? Have it's, you... it's all right. I, I'll have to watch it again. It's like one of those things that I saw once and I was like, Yeah. Was it directed by anybody anyone would know, or is it just I don't like remember. a Hollywood picture? Yeah. It was like I think it was only nominated for like three or four awards. It was like one of those things no idea yeah yeah uh three more questions and then we're done <laughs> no just three more okay. just three more the godfather won three oscars godfather won yeah best picture best actor and best adapted screenplay who won best director and for what film so godfather was 72 yes if you notice everything is a 70s yeah uh, great, great decade for films. Yes. Um, I was going to say Chinatown, but that was 74. That was with Godfather 2. Freakin' mm-hmm. uh, French Connection? Mm-mm. That actually won Best Picture. Yeah, I knew it won a big one. Mm-hmm. That Well, Gene Hackman won that year, so it couldn't have been that because that was the year that Brando won. Mm-hmm. Um I bet I'm going to know this film. Yeah, probably. Uh, 
72. Mm-hmm. 72. It's this a movie, year. I think off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure, I think it won like eight Oscars. It won eight Oscars that year. The Godfather year. Yeah. Is there any hints I could take? I'm not going to see. I'm not going to get this off the top. Uh, if this is multiple choice. I would know it. Right away. It's a it's a it's a musical. In it's not it's not really a musical though, but it's a musical. It's not really a musical, but it's a musical. There's musical numbers. There's a lot of musical numbers, Is but it's a not Bob Fosse movie. Correct. Bob Fosse one. Yes. Um Bob Fosse one. Now I should know. Yes. I'm not a fan of musicals. I've you know, I've never seen Bob Fosse's films. Really? Nope. He's good. You never, never saw Lenny? Him. Nope. Oh no, I've seen Lenny. Yeah, I forgot he directed that. But that's not a musical. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yep. Um, Bob Fosse. I'm gonna know the name once you say it. It's uh, yeah. Just tell me. Cabaret. Cabaret. Yeah, great I should have got that. I knew it was gonna be what's her name. Liza. The, Liza. Li- Liza Minnelli. <laughs> Liza Minnelli. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I'm, that's one I should know, even though I, even when I yeah. haven't seen the film. It's yeah, it's a big movie. Um, who was the first person to win an Oscar under Martin Scorsese's direction? Uh, well, I know De Niro won for Raging Bull. Mm-hmm. Um, Jodie Foster was nominated, so was De Niro for Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Um, Boxcar Bertha, I think Diane West was, or not Diane West. What's that actress? Barbara Hershey. But yes, uh, I think she was nominated. That I don't know. I don't know. Um, what was De Niro's first? No, Godfather Two was his first Oscar. Um, the first one. So I mean, if it's not De Niro, Rageable has did Jodie Foster win? No, she didn't. Right? No, she was nominated. Yeah, did not win. She was twelve. That would have been like I would remember that. Pesci won for Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. And there was in the middle was New York, New York. I don't think anyone went for that. No. It was a bomb. Taxi driver. Before that, it was Mean Streets. Mm-hmm. De Niro was nominated, but I don't know if he won. No, he didn't win that year. How many Oscars did Nero had? He won for... He has two. Yeah, so that's Godfather 2 and Raging Bull. Yeah. Um, I mean, was it Raging Bull? No. So, you're off... It's a woman. Oh, no. Well, just tell me. Ellen Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn. That's who I was thinking of. What was the movie? It was... Alice doesn't, uh, Alice, Alice doesn't live here anymore. Mm-hmm. Shit, that's what I was thinking of. Because I was thinking the woman from Requiem for a Dream, Helen yeah. Burson, great actress. Yeah. I always forget her name, and I always confuse her with Diane West. Yep, yeah, she's the first person. Wow. Uh, and then that's the, one of his really early films. A lot of people haven't seen that movie. Yeah, that's like because it's not really a, a him kind of movie. Yeah, it's, it's very yeah, yeah. different. Very different. Um, also, so the last question before we go into the holiday: Who mm-hmm. was nominated for Best Director first, George Lucas or Steven Spielberg? And then who got two nominations first? 
two nominations for two two best Dire- best director who got nominated for best director twice so once the, who got it the second time first correct so who got it first and then who got it twice first i don't know i'm gonna go like you'd think spielberg got director first so i'm gonna go with lucas correct um i know also lucas they snubbed a lot of times because he made like you know what they thought were a lot of very hollywood popcorn friendly films mm-hmm. um what was the first movie that lucas got nominated was it american, american graffiti, graffiti. Yeah. okay um uh so two I mean, what would Lucas have been nominated for after directing American Graffiti, though? So it would have to be Spielberg that got the second one, right? No, no. Who got nominated for Best Director twice? So before the other one. Like, who got the second nomination before the other one? No, no, no. So say they both had... Had one. Who got number two? Correct. I mean, at that point, I'm going to guess that it's Spielberg. No. Both answers are George Lucas. What was the second one he got nominated for? Star Wars. He was nominated for Star Wars? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know A New Hope got nominated for Best Director. George Lucas got nominated for Best Director twice before Spielberg was even nominated once. Wow. Yeah. So look look at that. Yeah, that's impressive. That was trivia with John? Yeah. I didn't do too great, but that's right. I was on the track for all You were on the track. I'll give you... you I'll give you credit. Actually, I'm more. Of course, you got one right with George Lucas. Yeah. Well, I, I got half partial of Apocalypse credit. now. You, partial you get, credit. I'll give you one full answer because you got partial credit for. Yeah, two. I'll take that. One. The Ellen Burstyn, I'm annoyed about because I forgot her name. I thought you were gonna get it. I should have gotten that. Yeah. And I mixed Bo- Boxcar Bertha up with Alice doesn't live here anymore. Yeah. Um. I had a feeling afterwards that after yeah. you said it. I had a feeling i was that. yeah the girl, woman from Rocker, i always confuse that's why i said diane west i always confuse her with diane west um <laughs> should have gotten that lucas i'm just a surprise i never knew i never thought about it but i didn't know he was direct he, he if i knew he got nominated for a new hope i forgot yep yep wow i didn't know that, that. was one i guess only it makes known as star wars not right. even a new hope yeah not even a new hope and actually that was back like before it was a giant sensational hit Correct. and all that so like hollywood wasn't bitter about it yet exactly uh okay those were tough yeah multiple choice probably would have been too easy i would have gotten all of those but multiple choice, i'll do multiple choice next time elimination. i'll think of other things um bound for glory i might not have gotten even with multiple choice though if you put in some sneaky ones in there i don't think i would have gotten bound for glory okay I'll try to make it. I'll I, try. I would, to, I'll try to. If put you never more brought that movie ones. up, I would have forgotten it ever existed. I didn't even know. Yeah, what, I, I just thought it was uh, Carradine playing a folk singer. Yeah, it's one of those movies. I didn't know Woody Guthrie playing Woody Guthrie. Yeah. Um. So that is that. Let is let us go right into the movie. Well, right into the movie. We just fucking talked for twenty minutes about nonsense. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be uh, reviewing and talking about Nancy Myers' The Holiday. Yeah. What'd yep. you think? You know. Yeah. Whatever. No. Okay. Let me. Th- it was a fun film. I- I'll say this. It-, it just to be like specifically critical about it. I found that the third act sucks. Yeah. Well, there- there's pacing issues with this. Sto- with yeah. This there's movie. a lot of pacing issues. So it- it- I feel like this should have been one story instead of the two stories. But it could have been the two stories. It could have been. All right. 
so the holiday stars uh, Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, uh, Jude Law's hairpiece. Correct. And I don't know if he's wearing a hairpiece. Oh, that he's wearing a hairpiece. Is he? That's a hairpiece. He wasn't super balding then. I, he's got he, hair in this. He looks like his. It's you could see he's losing his hair though. I think he's just combing it forward. He's there's something on his head. There's a dead raccoon on his head. You think so? Yes, I do. Okay. And then you have uh, Jack, Black. Jack Black shifty eyes. Yes. And that's that's the and uh, Eli Wallach, who is probably the best part of this movie. Yeah, he's great. Who they just so happen to be listening to Ennio Morricone music when we see uh, Eli Wallach uh, outside lunatics on the grass in his we- in yeah. his walker. Right. Oh, it's a good, bad, and the ugly. There's a lot of that. In I don't think movie. he's wearing a wig, dude. I'm googling it right now. He's just hiding his hair well. Uh, it's when he's got the widow's peak going. Oh, now, in the promotional material, they give him hair. Okay. They Photoshop extra hair in. Uh-huh. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's like, you could see the beginning of his uh, receding hairline. You know who I felt bad for this movie? I felt bad for Kate Winslet. You know why? Why? She agreed to do the film. I agree. I, that's true. But do you know Jude Law has six kids? Uh, no. I just Googled him. He's busy fucking. He has fucking six kids. Holy crap. I'm going to uh, guess all with different women. Uh, He was married for... To Sienna Miller, right? Sadie Frost. He married in 94. They have three kids. Okay. Um, uh, he also... Uh, he publicly apologized to Sienna Miller for having an affair with his nanny after mm-hmm. he dumped his wife for her. Yep. Um, nice. <laughs> Such a cad. Yeah, and his last three kids are all with different... Uh, women. Oh yeah. Oh so. yeah. Fucking Jude Law, loser. <laughs> um, it's okay. He he has money. Yeah, yeah. It works it. out. It's it's fine. Uh, okay. But yeah, I felt bad for Kate Winslet because Cameron Diaz gets to be with Jude Law, and Kate Winslet gets dusty dicked Eli Wallach, and weird Jack Black. Yeah, but Jack, that's the kind of guy she needed. She needed a guy like Jack Black, the nerdy, fun. Rid it, did to do. Yeah. Scat man. The old Jack Black. Jack Black special. It's uh, Jack Black before it became tiring Jack Black. This yeah. is when he was still, uh, okay, I like Jack Black. Right. Yeah. Well, this is post School of Rock, too. I mean, School of Rock's is apex of film work. Yeah, so Nancy uh, Myers specifically wrote this role for him. Really? Yeah. He just I just thought he jacked it was a regular role that he kind of jack blacked it up. No, no, she specifically wrote this role for Jack Black cuz she wanted a regular guy to be in it. And I get what she was yeah, doing. I it think failed. It, you think it I thought it was just fine. I think another you know actor would have been better. Uh Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't I do not I did not think this was a specific Jack role written for Jack Black yeah. at all. Yeah. It's a really fucking basic role. Yeah. Um and then he puts this yeah, there. he like funds it up, which he does for all his movies, which is fine. That's why you hire Jack Black. With the shifty eyes. Yeah. Um, can we also <laughs> talk about how Hollywood just pretends that Kate, Kate Winslet isn't gorgeous? Oh, yeah. That she's not hot? Oh, yeah. And like, she, she's, she's got my mom. I, I watched this with my mom, and my mom was sitting there and, you know, watching yeah. it with her. She's like, oh, Kate Winslet's just gorgeous. I'm like, yeah, yeah, mom. My mom, my, uh, no, I agree. my mom, jeez. Uh, Tina said the same thing. We're just watching. She's like, Kate Winslet's beautiful. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I said it to her. That's why I thought to say it now. That's it was like, ass. 
I'm like, we fucking, there's just movies where she's like playing this nerdy, like the she's all that thing, yeah. but they don't even put glasses on her. You know what I mean? They do the same thing in Little Children, which I which I, I think is a great film. Yeah. But like she's supposed to be like the not homely, but like regular woman next door. And she's like intimidated by Jennifer Connelly, who is gorgeous. But Kate Winslet is gorgeous in that movie, even when they try to ugly her up. Yeah, I think it's so, because especially like if you watch Hamlet, Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet, uh-huh. she was really good in that movie. I mean, she's, she's gorgeous. She's 20 years old, but like. Right. And 19 or whatever the hell she was. But, like, yeah, she's a very attractive woman. Yeah, but... It's just... She... I, I think it's also because she doesn't really wear makeup for some of these roles. Like, that. well, it's, it is makeup, but you know what I mean. It's that muted yeah, stuff. Yeah, but she doesn't even do the tomboy thing. Like, she's still dressing nice. She's no. still doing her hair. She still looks really good. Yeah. So, um, it just seems like she plays these roles that are meant for uglier women, but they're not going to do that, obviously, because it's Hollywood, and, you you know, you want to you want a star, a pretty star, yes. I guess. I'll say this um, much about it. She... But it's it's a little hard to buy. I'm just like, really? I mean, Jack Black is out of her league, oh, looks-wise. Yeah. And I do think... I get what they're I, I want to say. say that that's the point, but I don't know if the film that's what the film was doing. So, okay, here's the thing. Every Christmas movie is not... Turtle, Sunshine, The Spotless Mind, same thing. They kind of... Oh, yeah, well, they, get, they, they try to make her punk rock. Yeah. And, that, and artsy. Um, um, which, which is the character, but also she's yeah. hot. Yeah. She's like you know she's not the regular girl next door. She's just not like that's how they cast her. No, she's, she's the hot. That. She's the hot girl with tattoos and a septum piercing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's what she is. Um, so you know, but at all every single good Christmas movie is 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 really not about Christmas, right? Or sure. Is, Christmas is just there. So like I just watched the sequel to a Christmas Story, and that's a, that's another thing to talk about. But a Christmas Story is originally about you know childhood awe and like growing up uh-huh. and like, i've never seen a christmas story so. oh it's great but that's that's what it's really about like yeah. and all of your successes and failures get uh magnet um magnified magnified excuse me thank you because like you're a kid and then with it's a wonderful life it's a wonderful life is not about christmas it's about like confronting you know your failures in life and realizing like what you do have even though a lot yeah, of things right. didn't go right for yeah, you yeah yeah but you, but because you're like life isn't it about money. It's about like he had to learn that it's about yes. family and, and because of your sacrifices that he did, made, other people were able to do great things. Correct. That's what it's really about. The holiday. What is this movie about? It's just a rom com that somewhat so, takes place during Christmas, but it's not really. It's it's not about Christmas at all. No, it doesn't even. I mean, this is part of the failure of the third act too. Why is they don't a, really know where to go with it, and it culminates. Mm-hmm. Like the big grand finale is Eli Wallach getting a, a honorary award and being able to give a speech at a at a at a academy event that he didn't uh, even want. Uh, sorry, the Writers Guild, right? Which yeah. he didn't even want to go to. He was forced to go to by yeah, but Iris. The, the way they film it and with the music and the setup and everything, like this is what the movie was about. It was all leading to oh, this, this moment. It's not about this at all. This is the side plot. This is a subplot. I would say that... I'm like, oh, the subplot is now the main plot, I guess, and this is what they were all, at least on the Winslet story, is like, this is what it yes, all leads that's to? Her cli- yeah. Who uh, gives a shit? Unfortunately, that is her climax. I guess yeah. you're supposed... To, I suppose, I guess you're supposed to coincide that with jack black realizing that girl's a bitch who cheated on him uh and he wants to be with kate winslet i guess yeah but like they don't even 
they don't even really take the opportunity for that event for them to show bonding beyond Kate Winslet and Jack Black having one scene where he's playing the music for her. Oh like, yeah, well, you know and then I mean? the dinner, like, and then the the Hanukkah dinner, right? Where they're drinking. Well, that's when, it, that's when it starts, though. Yeah, like he had just met her. Yeah. So like the thing is, this movie's long, and there isn't a lot of bonding going on where you either actually buy them falling in love. You buy it more with Jude Law and Cameron Diaz because they're out. Like, the, well, that's because so we had a ten minute fucking scene where they're making out and yeah. saying we're gonna. That scene goes on way too long. Way too long. Could also, have got cut to the point. Also, I think you mentioned it last, maybe on air or off air, that um, Cameron Diaz really phones it in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she kind of does. I don't really understand her character here, and I don't. It's Cameron really, Diaz. I don't really feel like she has any chemistry with Jude Law. I don't really buy why he fell in love with her. She doesn't seem. She puts out. I mean, that's what it is, right? And she's and beautiful. She got, and she got along with uh, the, the the kids. The kids. Yeah, but like she kind of, it just feels like she tolerates them. She doesn't seem like she's good with, again, she doesn't even have chemistry with the kids. Oh, Cameron Diaz definitely comes across as that I like to be a single woman vibe. Yeah, she's got, yeah. that's the whole, that's the character. <laughs> that's her. And you get no, right, that's true. That <laughs> that's is her. also her in real life. Yeah. You get no sense that she's even going to go beyond, like she's a total career woman. They, like they make yep. a point to be like, uh, oh yeah, she just works all the time. She's a robot. And I think the story is supposed to be that that changes, but I don't get any sense that that no, changes from her I, by the end of the film. When she, and that's not a completely her fault, to be fair. No, it's that's why I said but, I feel like this should have just focused on one story because like when she cries at the end, that's the climax of her story. Yeah, and she's like, able to cry. It doesn't feel completely earned, in my no. opinion. No, actually, I mean, even the crying thing when she's trying to cry. Um, they kind of let that go. Like, they don't even follow that throughout the film. You would have to keep doing that throughout the film. Yeah, like, they just say it once. Constantly trying to cry. Correct. Like, she tries one time. The guy says, you never cry. And then we forget about it. And then she cries at the end. And you're like, oh, yeah. She well, no, can't... she brings it up to Jude Law during the dinner. Right, because her parents left her. Yes. It, it was, and that's yeah, why yeah. she brought up the Three Musketeers. It was and the that's last when time she cried. Jude Law's kids, Olivia and Sophie, say it. That's what, oh, they're called the Three Musketeers, too. Wow. Right, yeah, oh, okay. superficial connections. Wow, thank you, Nancy Myers. Great writing. Right. By yeah. the way, ab about Nancy, before, I don't mean to cut you off, but I have rarely have seen a movie where the writer congratulates themselves for writing great dialogue as much as this movie. How many times did I have to hear, that's a great line. Yeah. Nancy Meyer loves <laughs> the smell of her I own farts. I didn't even think of that. Oh, she fellates herself throughout this. I want to. I want to write a script. Went right over my head. Oh, I want to write a script, <laughs> and I want to put in like some lines, and have the guy or the girl say, "You know, that's a great line." It's constant. Right. Yeah. It happens yeah. at least four times. Yeah, that's true. And I'm like, wow. That really is her really patting calling herself attention. on the back. Yeah, you know what? I, I, listen. I don't mind some of her movies, but she, I don't want to say bootleg because that's really harsh. But she's kind of a bootleg Nora Ephron. Yeah, yeah, a little dime store Nora Ephron. She's not as good. She's not as deep. Her characters aren't uh, like you can make a case, I guess, about something's got to give is somewhat earned. I don't think it's a good movie, right. but like I can understand someone saying that. But like that, it's complicated. None of those movies are as good as any of Nora Ephron's romantic comedies. Uh huh. And it's, uh, you know, I just every single time I was watching this movie or any of her other movies, I just get that feeling. I'm like, you're just trying to be very similar to someone else who just does it better than you. Right. Um, that's possible. I mean, do they have any sort of connection to her nor Efron? 
Nah, who knows? Nora yeah. Ephron was kind of a bitch. A nice bitch, but kind of a bitch. She was very, like, closed off to a lot of people. Oh, was she? Yeah. She I don't know her, anything she about kept her. Own, she kept her own per, uh, counsel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's not. Uh, it's just a really, uh, it's just kind of a fun, hacky film. Just a fun, hacky film. Yeah, that made a lot you know of money. I mean? That made a lot of money. Made shit ton of money. Which I get why. Also, I love how obsessed Hollywood is with itself, by the way. Like, yeah. uh, again, and Hollywood loves this. They fucking eat it up. Uh, is this uh, the the old school Hollywood screenwriter? And they talk yeah. about how great Hollywood was. Yeah, I, I remember. Go, I remember like, the again, casting couch. That was a great time. Yeah, no, right. And you like, know, you can't get this role unless you suck my. Yeah, cock. I mean, like, yeah. and uh, not not a lot of black people. No, around. not a lot of black people. Not a lot, lot. We don't have this diversity, which they didn't even really have in 2006. To be fair, no. If but, you're. If but you're, like, if this you're a Mexican or a like, Puerto Rican, we just put some brown makeup on. Right, yeah. Okay. Charlton Heston could play a Mexican. Those were the days. That, though, t- that's <laughs> when Tinseltown I mean? ruled America. Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, we argue that it, it's gone further in the opposite direction now, which, sure, there's an argument for, but we there is no argument yeah. that Hollywood in the 50s was a welcoming place. <laughs> oh, a, no, we had John Wayne a, as Genghis a, Khan. Right, exactly. Like, there was a wo- <laughs> in this long, beautiful tapestry of human experience. Play, <laughs> you know? uh, but, like, there's the line where she's like, is Hollywood... Hollywood back in the day, whatever, as good as it as they say it is, like it was better. Yeah, it was and better it was, if you're a white right? guy. <laughs> yes, and I wanted I wanted to finish the thought. <laughs> Can we make him the old racist man? Please. Or just like the just, just like just like a bit of a racist curmudgeon. Not even not you know even, what I mean? the, like, not oh, even a racist. Eli, but whatever like, his character. He just is. so happens to be married he, like his wife is dead, right? But like he was married to her his whole life. Couldn't we just have one thing where he's like, you know what? I took Lana Turner behind the fucking yeah. uh, trailer and I fucking well, railed her out. Well, Something. I wish he did that. It would have worked because I thought the story was going to be about. I thought his <laughs> when, when she brought him up and he was talking about it, like and you find out his wife is dead. I thought it was going to be like this touching connection where he talks about how much he loves his wife. No. And Kate Winslet is like, fuck, I want that. Yeah. And then you have the the direct uh, analogy or parallel to when she finds Jack Black. It's like, oh, this is the this is like my soulmate. Like yeah. I, I already had – I'm like, oh, this is where they're going with this. This, is, this yeah. is nice. We'll have a nice touching moment. He couldn't give a fuck about his wife. <laughs> no. He doesn't mention it at all. The only time they talk about her is like the, at the Hanukkah party. Yeah. His friends are talking about how great his wife's ass was. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, she was hot. She's got, and, got a great ass and gumption. Yeah, that's what you remembered about your dead wife? <laughs> like there's no touching moment whatsoever. It's not even about that. I'm like, this is a movie about love, and they're talking about his dead wife, and she, he doesn't care. They, he barely talks about her. He doesn't even bring it up. No. no. And then, it, and so it ends up that the story is him giving a uh, an honorary speech to accept an award because they want to celebrate his career. Correct. Um, because and like again, he's and he's giving the most cliche old man speech. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is like you know, back in my day, we didn't care about <laughs> box office receipts and blacks. Oh, that and, this is Nancy Meyer and, pontificating. Well, it, using a character. To your point about Nancy Meyer making comments on her own movie. Yeah. Kate Winslet literally goes to him and was like, "This is amazing." Yeah. Really? <laughs> it's you fucking townie. It's there's constant. nothing amazing about this. <laughs> townie. Go, Go back to fucking Sussex, okay? This Surrey. is whatever. <laughs> Come on, this, this is garbage, boilerplate old man speech nonsense. You see this at the Oscars every year. What do we you watch? Do. What are we doing here? This you is a do. circle jerk. It is. 
It Come is. on. And he's like working on the Like, oh, we got to get the right music. No one gives a shit. Yeah. Okay? No one cares. They had to fill a time slot. Yeah, and they try to like build his character that he can't walk, and then all of a sudden he fucking springs like he's Gene yeah, Kelly and, they, up and the like steps. oh I'm gonna do it myself. Oh, will he make it? There's one montage about it. Again, it's just plastered on. Yeah. Oh, we got to teach you how to walk and not use the walker. Oh, look at this this beautiful moving story. Like again, this is what the movie's about. I didn't even know. I didn't even know this mattered. This is why. This is why Eli Eli Wallach's character ends up being completely useless. Yeah. Like, I don't get the subplot. Just, That's why I, if it was about his lo- love for his wife and how he connects to Kate Winslet and, like, he does try to build her up, like, oh, you could have any man and, like, don't be crying over this guy. Yeah, yeah he gives, like, and this generic advice. And he Jack Black would be good for her. But he's, A little bit, but, but I don't, that's not why. He, he's, he's, not, just, you need, he's not needed for what her realizations are. No. She comes to her realization that Jasper, we'll talk about it, Jasper is a piece of shit on her own. And she yeah, but she knew it, it from the beginning. She we did. Knew. She just she knows she, it from the get. That's she why she gets, left. Yes, she just gathers up the strength to finally yeah. say, "I'm done." And it's I'm actually on. And actually, that I like that scene where Jasper comes to her. And, well, we but we one, all know a Jasper. Yes, correct. I've worked with a Jasper. It's terrible. And it's hard. Uh, it was actually realistic. It's not realistic that he came all the way to New York. No, no, no. That that was stupid. The one scene though in the beginning of the movie where uh, they get married in front of everybody well not married yeah, uh, they announced engaged. they, they announced announce the engagement. engagement i stuff i haven't I haven't exactly gone through it but i know people who have witnessed like that kind of situation and like similar stuff happening yeah right sure no that's face. that is realistic. It's pretty fucking awful that's awful and it yeah. and that is that was realistic and yeah. uh actually heart-wrenching it makes yeah. you right away connect with her as a character and as a person yeah. and you want to root for her and like her and now you actually have hooked in the audience you want to you want her to find love like oh she yeah. could do better than this asshole um and he's a realist rufus sewell plays uh jasper and he's yeah he's a, usually a very realistic actor i find yeah so he, yeah down to earth grounded he you because you buy him not only that not only you buy his character. I wish he was in it more, to be to be honest, because yeah. you buy his character that he is he's able to pull the wool over her eyes time and time again because of his like subtle charm. Yeah, because also like on the surface, he is a nice guy. He doesn't mistreat her in terms of like he he's not a jerk to her outwardly. No. He's no. kind to her. They yeah. share uh, similar interests. Obviously, they're in the same profession. He. Yeah. Uh, invites her in on his work and wants them to comment so they're collaborative together yeah um it all works yeah and even when again him coming to all the way to new york doesn't really make sense they kind of just kind of just ha- oh, sorry la um that that just happens because they need that scene and how else yeah. does he get there i mean they could she needs her tell-off scene yes uh i feel like and it doesn't feel justified that because he's there and he came to see her because he realizes oh fuck uh I really missed you, yeah. but then like he won't commit to her, yeah. and that doesn't really track. But yeah, even when he says that, and she's like, "Wait, wait, wait but are you? Do you want to be with me or not?" And he has the line like, "Can't you just tell I'm confused or whatever?" Yeah. Which, in a vacuum, that's a realistic line. It's a realistic scene, and it's actually completely realistic that she just turns right there. She realizes yeah. like she falls out of love with him right there. Yeah. That all is great. Um, it just would have been nice if he had to go for like a conference or something. He's like, "Hey, by the way, I'm gonna be in LA." Yeah. I have to go or for work. something. That's what I'm saying. Just showing up for it had to be like he he had to go to L.A. for work. Yeah, and so he just happened. What to is be his there. fiance saying about this? 
I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's fine. Now we're now we're, we're even getting too far with that. Uh, like even them considering that, but yeah. um, but yeah, that was. I mean, get, it, I was the, gonna say this is why it falls away in the third act where. I found I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised watching the beginning of the film. Be like, this isn't bad. This is actually a good setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the scene with Ed Burns and Cameron Diaz was awkward. I thought her yeah. acting was terrible in it. I actually thought her acting got better. I as thought it was the along. best acting Ed Burns has ever done since yeah. Diving Private Ryan because he's not much of an actor. <laughs> no, no, I, he's I, not. I, I like his. He's like he's whatever. He and he plays one character. I like his writing and his directing. To be fair, I do think he's he's not bad. He's like good at. That's, yeah, he's not. Eddie, he's a hustler too. He works, but he's uh, not a good actor. But he, no, he's I not. bought him he's in not. this because no, I didn't think he. Was, I, I, I'm actually talking. I think he's I the, thought he thought he was fine. I, it was actually Cameron as, Diaz. Yes. Where like she does like the whole crazy thing. Like you know what it is? Yes, yes. When Cameron Diaz, like Cameron, you could tell Cameron Diaz. Uh, she tr- she's like trying to play like a smart person. No, that's what it feels like to me. And I won't. Say, I actually won't even. I don't know. Are you I, I don't want to call not? her like she's like a dumb blonde. Okay, but it because she might be smart. It just isn't great at playing a smart person. That's yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just your your intelligence doesn't come through. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there are actors like that who are very very intelligent, and then on screens like you're kind of, you kind of come off like a doofus. Yeah. Um, it just feels like she's oh, like to the point where like she's. I could be completely just reading into this and projecting or whatever um, that she's insecure about her intelligence. So she's, Oh, she's going overboard trying to portray a smart person. That's what it feels like to me. Um, I don't know. Like she doesn't do that. She She doesn't do that. Like there's something about Mary. I think she's great in that movie. Yeah. she's. And she plays a surgeon and I completely buy it. At least for me, I I'm like, Oh, she comes up like she's easygoing. She's quietly intelligent manner. Yes, exactly. She plays that. Well, it, she's, Pushing a little hard in this. I think I think because like, she's trying to portray that she's a closed off character emotionally. Yeah, and yeah. She's that might not be good what... at that because I don't think Cameron Diaz is a closed off person at all. Probably. Right. Yeah. Probably. And she probably doesn't know how to empathize with that. Right. That's my guess. Yeah. Um, it would have been nice if she was more like there's something about Mary that character mm-hmm. and she she could still do that and be fun and whatever but like she can only do that to a point and then closes off yeah because she portrays she has no warmth in this film she comes off no very warmth. cold yeah and well that's the point to a degree to a degree but she never you never feel that warmth no no i, I never s- bought i said to my mom she's Jude Law opened character. her up yeah she's not in, really likable in a, in a weird way as much as we all hate jasper for being a piece of shit because he is yeah you don't uh, you actually empathize with Ed uh, Ed Burns in his scene when he's talking to her about how he cheated on her. Yeah, but you completely. Emp- you're not. I'm not saying uh, we uh, say he's right or anything like that. But no, he, he is he did more something a, wrong, and he's, he's more of a human than her. And he yes, correct. and he, he gives mounds and mounds of evidence of why he he did this finally. Right, because like you. Are so closed off to me. You don't want to yeah. have like a real our relationship, relationship. is phys- physically and emotionally dead. So what yeah. am I doing here? Exactly. You know, I needed, and this girl is in love with me, and I need. They sleep so- in different rooms. Right. That's that's crazy. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, it's just you know she doesn't. She just didn't have that transition, as a character acting wise, and again the writing, I'm sure, didn't serve her as best it could. Mm-hmm. Um. Where by the end, I'm like, I I don't buy that she's changed. I just bought at the end that she cried, 
And so I she just runs she, back to him. Yeah, I just bought that she kind of loved, I guess, Jude Law. I don't know. I guess. But did she? I feel like she just it, lusts like, after did you him. Get, yeah, and did you get any sense that she's just going to quit her job and they're going to live together? Or or no. vice versa? Or he's she's going to invite him and his kids to go with her? No. Um, You know, and I guess they do leave it open-ended on purpose. But, yeah. uh, you know, I do buy Jack Black and Winslet are going to be together because Jack Black ain't going to fucking leave her. Nah, that's I, wouldn't, makes, I wouldn't leave her. That's what makes it a great. <laughs> that's what makes it a a great fit for for Kate Winslet's character because she's totally insecure, doesn't realize how hot she is, and he does probably. I would hope. Uh, so he's like, I ain't gonna. Uh, he knows. Yeah, I ain't gonna let this go. No. And he's a nice guy in the film. The character, like, he's a nice guy. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, he's, he's a good. Nice he's just a good dude. He's the dude next to her. He's a chubby good dude that she never. She he's never Ducky. really considered. Ducky gets the girl. Yes, exactly. As opposed to the hot editor of the newspaper, whoever the hell of the Guardian or whatever his yeah. position is, uh, Ruf for Rufus for Jasper. Can I can I say something controversial? Yeah, of course. I while watching it, it cro- this crossed my mind. It, it didn't happen the first time I watched it a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, I when I was watching it this time, I felt like is Kate when is. Kate Winslet actually really lo- in love with her brother because Jude Law and Jasper, <laughs> Jude Law's character and Jasper are very similar in a lot of ways. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, they both are editors. Uh, yeah. But the, she comes from a literary family. Like, you find yes, that out through yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. You, you find out that Robert Caro is their fucking father. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know? But, like, just even how they... Uh, it's not only because they're English, but like how they're, they are both kind of caddish. Uh huh. There's very, I found, I found that they're very similar. I'm, I'm going to be honest though. I think the caddishness on Jude brother. Law's part, <laughs> I thought that was actually maybe my favorite well, part there, of the film. Was that's, the, there's a lot of people like that. No, no, what I mean is there's the, there's the twist where you think he's just a total playboy, correct? And you don't buy. I, at least for me, I'm like, oh, I bought it the she, first time. No, no, well, if, if no, no. I buy me. that he's a playboy. Sorry, I, I'm. No, no, no. The 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 reveal that it's actually daughter. Oh no, no, no. I bought it. What yeah. I didn't. What I was before the reveal. I was already judging it. The relationship where I'm like, really, she's just gonna turn him, and he's gonna choose to just pursue one woman when he's banging all these chicks like that. These guys like that, they don't just turn like that. No. Um, but then it turns out he's actually not. He's kind of forcing it. Uh, and he actually explains it. It's actually kind of a nice monologue that, you know, it's, it's exposition, but it but it works where he's like... Someone needs I, exposition in this movie. Yeah, that's true. And where he's like, I get to not be a stay-at-home uh, single father yeah. for a few nights a week, so I go and get fucked up and bang chicks. So I could... Yeah. Basically, he's like, that's not... Like, I have I go out and be a different person. Yeah. So actually, the person we're seeing is the different person. He's actually a family man. Yeah. So he's not actually a Jasper, but he acts like a Jasper. Yeah. That's where... And I thought that was the... That was my favorite part of the film. And it's it's little... It's the nuggets like that. It's developments like that where I'm like, oh, man, there's seeds of a really fun... Uh, well-written movie here. Yeah. Um, and up until actually that point, I thought it was a pretty good film. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, by the end, it's just a it's a whatever film. It's not a bad movie. Women love this movie, and I I, yeah. I try to understand. Well, Tina was why. like, she couldn't wait to watch it. She's like, oh yeah, we get to watch it too, and we watched the whole thing in one yeah, shot. It, was, I, when it I goes first by saw, fast. I was kind of forced too. to watch this. It's over two time. hours, dude. I mean, it's like fucking over two hours. This movie. Yeah. And it goes by fast. I thought. 
Um, yeah, that's because there's not a lot happening. That's why. Yeah. Well, it's just it's, they're talking. But what do you mean? We go by slow. If there wasn't a lot happening, what do you mean? I mean, it doesn't. There's not a lot of plot in this movie where no, like A no, no, and B no, to C where no, like there's not. They're just like characters don't really drive the plot. No, no. Uh, it's just uh, you know a few montages. We're kind of hanging out with them, getting to know them. Yeah, like, the you thing know, is, they try to where they're talking about their. They past. try to cram too many things into this because we have two fish out of water stories. We have the Brit yeah. that's in uh, in L.A. And we but have that's the, but to be the fair, Valley that's, Girl, that, who's in that's literally the premise of the film. They switch places. I I understand that, but what I'm saying is that like when you have two of that, it, yeah. it doesn't allow anyone to breathe. We don't get a sense that the best characters in this story are people that are barely in it. Yeah, we know we know Jasper more, and we know Ed Burns more than our four leads. Really, I think. We know Jasper, we certainly, and this is, this is a huge problem, we know Jasper and Ed Burns more than Cameron Diaz. Yeah. I think. I think Jude Law is a pretty, they I, do I, a great job. I was, being, I was being over the top, but the, yeah. It, but I, but I think know. they do a really good job with Jude Law once they, like, once they have that reveal. Yeah. To me, it said a lot about who he was as a person. Yeah. And it actually is surprising. Uh, Kate Winslet, you basically know her from she is who she the, is from the from, opening scene. From the opening scene. Uh, Jack Black, schlubby nice guy <laughs> that dates out of his league. You know, he's shallow yeah, Hal. Him, he's like a more successful shallow Hal. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Eli Wallach is the old uh, old school racist, <laughs> misogynistic, <laughs> award winning screenwriter. That's who he is. Uh, back in Tinseltown when I was banging yeah. two broads two God, times in a day. These dames. <laughs> you could do whatever you want to them. I went to Hitch and I said, hey, Hitch, pick that blonde as your next Vera <laughs> yeah. Miles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Eli Wallach, he, again, he is who he is. And Eli Wallach does a great job. He's very charming and sweet. And I mean, he's a, I'm glad he, he's he was in a it. fantastic actor. Because I like Eli Wallach and he didn't have a lot of roles at this point yeah he's just old he was like 90 or so yeah close no, to it. he's close to he it he's fucking old so like <laughs> i just i like seeing eli wallach and shit though so yeah so does hollywood that's why they put him in it and they had him play an old school hollywood screenwriter and yeah. gave him an award yeah okay well because he never love this because eli wallach should have won an award in his acting yeah career, and he never did and he never i don't even think he ever got nominated i don't i'm not sure he did i don't think he did egregious oh he well, was excellent yeah well you know he was part of that tinsel town where he could play a mexican yeah exactly that's <laughs> and back in my day i could play a mexican yeah uh, I mean, he's he's no one talks about. Uh, I don't. Hey, Tuco. Really, anyway. Him, him is Tuco, man. It's such a good performance. Yeah, he's all, he's the he's the emotional core of that fucking movie. Of yeah, bad and the ugly. Yes, he is. Um, and we always just talk about obviously Clint and uh, Lee Van Cleef and Van Cleef. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, anyone in, who's actually the film, the ugly makes him. the movie. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the ending, whatever. I mean, he makes that ending. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, it's fun that he's in it, but it's just his character didn't serve the purpose I feel like he should have served and could have served. Yeah. He's the old, lonely— He's supposed to be the old— He's supposed lonely to be the man, old wise man. The old, but he doesn't lonely, wise man yeah. who uh, whose life is contracted and he's lost his love. Yeah. 
And it's not about that. He doesn't give a shit. No. He doesn't want to go to the award show. He's perfectly happy. Yeah. He's happier than Kate Winslet. He walks around. He hangs out with his friends. He goes to dinner with them. Like, I am, I'm having a great time. I don't need you. <laughs> I don't really give uh, the advice I'm giving. Like, listen, toots. <laughs> this guy would kill to be with you. And he's right. Yeah. That's nice. He gives her a little pick-me-ups. He's motivational. Look he, at her gams. Yeah, it makes her feel good. And like, but like really, um, it's not so much amu- like even her helping him get off the walker. He doesn't seem to really give a shit. It's more like no. it's more for her. Like everything that the whole relationship serves her. Certainly, like he really gives her a lot. She's lonely. She wants to make an con- emotional connection with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, you got to learn to work. Ah, f- fuck it. Fine. All right. Fine, I'll learn. And like, even when he does it, gets to the top and like, fuck, fuck off. I'm on a walk. I've been working on this shit. And then it walks up and gives the, the gives the fucking boomer speech. Um, it just seems all for her. Like he's doing it for her, which is nice. I mean, that that's yeah. his own thing. But it's not a mutual. It's not so much a mutually beneficial relationship. At, you know, as it's expressed on the screen. Uh, in my opinion, no, and all and all He's it like, would have taken. Lindsay could go back home, and he would have forgotten about her in ten minutes. Yeah, and all it would have because he's perfectly was a, happy. You know, a scene or two where not just a line, because they they think Nancy Myers thinks she can get away with doing some shit by throwing a line in there. Yeah, yeah. No, right. no, 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 no. We needed like a scene or two with Jack Black. Uh, I don't know his character's name. I forgot it. Uh, Kate Winslet's character is Iris, so we needed Iris. Eli Wallach and Jack Block to all be in like in a couple more scenes together and where Eli Wallach is like saying, oh, look, he's a good guy. Like, yeah, right, right, right. You need someone like him. Not even like you need him. Yeah, but yeah, But you yeah. need someone like that. Not this Jasper character who treats you like shit. You need right. someone that's like, you know, gold hearted or, you yeah. know, what? Or how we about, don't get any of that. Like how Just about get one the line. scene where well. we don't even get to see where Jack Black realizes he's in love with Iris. No, it just he just comes back to the thing. He's like, yeah, no, I said bye to her. And like now and then you're like, oh, it's because he likes her. No, they thought they can get away with some dramatic editing where he's just like dead eyeing her as the not only that. She says a fucked up thing to him. And I I paused it and went to my mom. You know what that girl says to him? She's like, I didn't realize uh, I didn't realize I made a mistake that it was something about this. She fucked this other actor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was cheating on him. Yeah, yeah. But like she said, she's only coming back. She's saying this to his face. I thought she said, like, I didn't realize how much I missed you or something. She says that afterwards. It was after she says, like, yeah, I made a mistake because this guy wasn't really serious and stuff like that. That's a terrible thing to say. Oh, yeah, that is terrible. Like, if he was serious, I wouldn't be coming back to you. Correct. Yeah. I backed the wrong horse, so I'm going back to the fat, stubby horse. Exactly. If anyone deserves... At least he ride. Yeah. (laughs) You know? At least, you know... we should have saw him to- telling her to fuck off. That that's yeah. a deserved fuck off right there. Right. Instead, we they cut away. We see the the boomer speech as you call it, and then he races in like he's fucking Dustin Hoffman in The Graduate. And right. then they have a completely inappropriate uh, asking out in the middle of this man's speech that we're supposed yeah. to be building to. I would have told. Yeah. I would have said to him, "Hey, Jack Black, uh, this is which great. they're not really building to. They faked it and pretended we built. Yeah, to it. you know what I mean, though. Yes, but, like, correct. I would have just said, uh, uh, can we do this afterwards? Couldn't they do another extra scene where they're out celebrating his thing and then couldn't, we do that? We have to do it right minutes. in the middle of the front row. Like, okay. Yeah. If I was Eli Wallach and I saw them ch- chit-chatting as this is going. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I would have told them, you made me do this. Yeah. 
Listen to what I have to say. Right. I'm right in the front row. I can see you talking to each other. Did you watch Casablanca? Yeah. Or whatever the fuck else old movies he made her watch. Yeah, sure. His Girl Friday. That was her big uh, inspiration. Yeah, Nancy Meyer can't write His Girl Friday. (laughs) I'll say that much. (laughs) One of the best romantic comedies ever. Screwball comedies, too. Yeah. This ain't His Girl Friday. That's for damn sure. Um, But it made the money, though. It made a lot of money, two hundred million dollars, right? Yeah, something like that. Over that's over, a lot like of money around man. there, though. That's a shit ton of money. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, you know, it just felt like it's just weird because like it just felt the third act like she didn't know how to end it, and it seemed obvious how to end it. Yeah, it it's felt la- like lazy, tactical. Like, yeah, yeah, lazy. Again, the culmination in the speech. This is not what this movie's about. I, yeah. I like. There's no like. There's it, they they have they set it up and they film it and they have the music, and uh, the acting in the lead up as if it's a payoff of something. Yeah. But we this is a payoff we didn't even know we were building towards. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like in the third act they wa- like some cop walks in the house and goes we found them the the, the L A murderer. And, like, they play some music, like, they caught the guy, and we're like, we have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Who is this? Like, we solved the mystery, and it's like, this is this movie wasn't about solving a mystery. Like, this movie wasn't about getting Eli Wallach to give a speech and get an honorary Oscar, or, sorry, Writers Guild Award, a Lifetime Achievement Award, which means nothing. He was right not to care. Yeah. But she's the fucking English townie that wants... <laughs> To have like who's like oh my god Hollywood which is fine that all works like oh I love this she eats it up why wouldn't she she's on she's on vacation yeah you know she's a tourist but we don't care (laughs) I don't care Eli Wallach doesn't care I don't even should Jack Black doesn't care like it's just a job for him he's making music it's fun yeah but Jack Black sees the shit all the time there's no way a guy like that gives a shit no no he's he's thinking about how get getting into uh, Kate Winslet's black dress that's what he's thinking about. Which is what he should be thinking about. That's what yeah. the movie's about. <laughs> that is what the movie's about. <laughs> so, you know, I, it's just, I'm like, I was like confused. I'm like, when the music started playing, I'm going to the speech. I'm like, why are they That's playing very this? Like it's, like, it's this triumphant third third act climax. Like, this is what it was all leading towards. Yeah. It's not what it is at all. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was, uh, I mean, honestly, if, if I like Cameron Diaz's character more and if I bought her turn, mm-hmm. which I think, like, I think Kate Winslet in that role would have made us buy the turn. Yeah, because she's just a lot better of an actress. Yeah, she's just a great actress. So she makes Iris like something in this movie. And she's that, the reason know. why there's a comparison, in my opinion, between the two plots. If it wasn't for Kate, if you switch Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet, Kate Winslet is trying to get Jude Law. Yeah, that main plot blows the other plot out of the water. Yeah, Kate Winslet's acting saves her story. Yeah, I agree. And Cameron Diaz doesn't sink it, but she brings down the story a bit and it doesn't reach its full potential because honestly, the writing isn't there for her where you need, uh, you know, she you does need not a elevate more, it. Exactly. You need a more talented actress that can really elevate this script. Yeah. Um, she just doesn't have the goods to uh, carry the weakness of the script. Jude yeah. Law does. He's also a very good actor yeah. and you buy him and you even buy the turn because Jude Law can do the player the playboy slash family man the pretty boy family man yeah um because he's a he's a talent very talented actor um you know Cameron Diaz doesn't have the chops for that but it, yeah. you know which is fine she she does what she does she can do it well exactly um I agree, I agree 
but the writing really is stronger in the Jude Law Cameron Diaz one. The, the ending with like she's running after crying, whatever. Oh yeah. They yeah. could have, but again, these are like unforced errors because you could have just peppered that through and made it a stronger thread throughout. Sure. Yeah. Um, we kind of just forget about it. She mentions it with her parents, but again, it's just through exposition. You don't really feel it from her. No. You don't even really feel like her crying and she can't cry. It's like, it's just a gag. Yeah. So it doesn't feel... And then when she actually cries, we see why Cameron Diaz doesn't do really serious movies because uh, she, she can't, can't really cry. She can't really cry. She can't She's cry. smiling yeah. and crying. Yeah. So, you know, it's just... You, you needed a stronger... Uh, you needed Kate Winslet in that role, honestly. Yeah. Uh, or someone strong like that. Um, and, you know, there aren't a lot of Kate Winslet's around, to be fair. Kate Winslet's among the most talented of her... Arguably the most talented actor of her generation, but... Yep. Uh, but, yeah, she does save the, the main plot, her and Eli Wallach. But, again, I, I don't I don't feel like Eli Wallach's character is uh, no. really has much of a point besides keeping a lonely single woman company, which is yeah. really his role in the beginning, to an extent. But again, it just feels so like it just felt so obvious to me to have him talk about his how much his undying love to his dead wife and he misses her and like you just needed one scene. But like that really could have that would have immediately drawn an emotional connection to already a character like Winslow who we're emotionally invested in and our heart actually hurts for when we see the Jasper scene and then he talks about the opposite. Like, yeah, I had my love and blah, blah, blah and whatever. It's like, yeah. no, it's just about how great Hollywood was. Yeah. And uh, my wife had a great ass. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, really? Al Pacino and yeah. Heat. Yeah, this is what we're doing? This is, I mean, this is what we're talking about, rather? This is what we're talking about. Uh, this is what's important? Isn't this a love story? He has a dead wife and this is, the, and this is, this is a love story. It's about people finding love. Yes. Like, we don't, you don't need to be a genius to figure out what to talk about here. No, he can he can uh, give sage wisdom, which he doesn't yes. give. Not really. Gives this generic, like, you go girl advice. Yeah. No, he can give, I'm saying. And but he, he didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and he makes her watch a bunch of great films. Great. Okay. Cool. <laughs> those were the movie recommendations. Those were the movies Nancy Myers was, re- was watching when she was re- writing this story. Yeah, sure. Not when she was rewriting, though, apparently. Oh, she rewrote this? I thought this draft. was a first draft. Yeah, it feels like a first draft. It's a first draft. So... Real quick run through. I'm a genius. Put it up. Uh, that's a good line, John. Yeah, it's a great line. It's a great line. I, I say that. I say it's a great line. Yeah, I'm just saying it again because no, no, I need no, to double down. I'm on telling it. you that what I just said was a great line, and I'm telling you, and I'm telling you what you said is a great line. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. It was a great line because <laughs> I'm great, <laughs> and I'm so smart, like Nancy Myers, and I'm so talented. And uh, but you know what? She got the last fucking laugh. Because she, she made did hundreds of million dollars. She she certainly. I gotta did. say though, I like the. I, did you ever watch the Intern with <laughs> De Niro and Hathaway? Okay, no. Uh, it's a fun movie. Th- we, it's hacky like this. This is it's weird. So like my he's like Eli. He's uh, this another like uh, actually De Niro does a great job in that. He's a very underrated. That my film. my grandmother before she passed like watched it a shit ton. Did she really? <laughs> and she kept telling like me, Dude, my sister, watch like, it. It's a fun it. little movie. And I'm just it's corny. I feel bad just, that I never like. I felt now because she died, and right, I felt yeah. bad. I was like, I'm like grandma. I'm never fucking watching that. I'm I didn't telling you, to watch language, it. It's, like, it's a fun. We should do it. Maybe we should do Nancy Myers' run. Maybe we should do the intern. Next. She did the intern. That was her movie. Pretty sure. Oh my god. What, I think that's her film. What movie says she does? Because you know the holiday was trending a couple of days ago because there was a rumor that a sequel was going to be made and it got shot down. Oh really? 
Yeah. I was like, that is, that is, yeah, no, she wrote and directed the intern, dude. What else it's basically do? about this De Niro is like this old man who's retired he's like a, he was a successful business and he retired uh-huh. and like he doesn't want to be retired so like he he applies as an internship at this, this firm or whatever that Anne Hathaway is like big shot in okay. and I thought um, it was Google was it Google maybe I don't know some something uh, and uh, and basically like he's like this he's this old wise mentor that, to the whole like everybody loves him like okay. and all the young kids he's like Wise meant to them. He bonds with them. It's a fun film, and like he helps her out. Uh, yeah, sorry. She's like a workaholic. Which Sounds like she late stage about De Niro. I'm guessing Nancy Myers. T- yeah, late stage. It's actually, you know what though? From what I remember, he actually like you would think he'd phone it in. He didn't phone it in. He tried a little bit. He does a really good job. I mean, uh, De Niro could also maybe he could, you know he's so talented he could probably phone one in. You don't you can't really tell. He phones but, it in Silver Linings Playbook, and it's still good. Exactly. Yes, yeah. he does. He he went to his and bag of tricks there, and yeah, he does. Yeah. He, he's really good, but like, uh, yeah, that that's a phone in performance. That's like a performance he has, in the and I love that just movie. Pulls it out. Yeah, don't get me wrong, I love that movie, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's so, not exactly trying hard in it. So he 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 fill. Oh, it's a conceived position of a senior intern because retirement was too boring for him. It's a it's an e commerce fashion startup. So she's oh, like, okay, okay. she's it's the CEO cool. and founder okay. of this fashion startup. Um. And this also movie, dude. This movie budget thirty five million made one hundred ninety five million dollars. <laughs> Nancy Myers, say what you want about her, man. She puts out fucking hits, bangers, hits, bangers and Paratrap, something. Uh, something's that, gotta give, make money, dude. That movie yeah. makes, sure makes movies make money. Something man. about yeah, dude. Not only that, the choices of her mute, like she chooses. She, like, all the, her movies make over two hundred million dollars. She chooses like almost. If you if you were to think of like seventies soul or seventies disco. That's in a Nancy Myers movie. You know how many times I've seen like one of her movies and I heard and I hear it. This will be an everlasting. Movie. It's in every <laughs> single one of her movies. Did, was that her? Did she start that though? You know what it's, I, mean? I don't know, but it's in every single fucking one. Yeah. An everlasting love for me. Right. It's it, it's I don't cliche. Know, she, I mean, listen, she's uh, she's hacky, but she's talented. You know, I haven't. I mean, she. I mean, they give her credit for father uh, for father of the bride. She's one of four writers Stop on it. the film. The real writer, Steve Martin. Come on, that's how is how is that even listed on her Wikipedia? Would she put that up there? All those jokes are everything in that movie is Martin Short and Steve Martin. Yeah, they probably came up with shit. Yeah, of course. Come they on, did. they're fucking geniuses, dude. What women want won three hundred one made three hundred seventy five million dollars. She did that movie. She directed it. She didn't write it. I didn't really think that was a good movie. It was. Like, I don't think it's considered a good film. I've I didn't never think, seen it. I didn't think that was a good movie. I didn't I've think like. Who did uh, Doctor T and the Women? Was that that was someone good? That was Robert Altman, I think. That movie sucks. Similar no, vein know. though. But yeah, uh, Father. She also did Father of the Bride three ish. Oh, what is that? Twenty. Oh no, it was. It was supposed to come out and it didn't. Oh okay. Died. Uh, Died in the vine. Yeah, looks like it. But yeah, dude, she make she is a hit machine. Holy she crap. knows she knows the um the sweet spot. Yeah. Uh, Goes down easy. But uh yeah, that's about it. I mean, there's not much more to say about the film. No. Listen, if you're into dumb rom coms, it's not the worst movie to watch. It's a you know, it's a mediocre film. It's fun and it's a shame because if the third act was as strong as the first, it would have been a nice film to watch. Like The Intern. I it probably it. would have been The Intern's level because I remember 
I got. I've only seen the intern once. Maybe we should do it now, so I have an excuse to watch it again. Because I remember, I don't, I don't like that's the kind of movie too. I wouldn't be wanting to watch. I don't know who convinced me. I don't know what got into me where I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna give it a watch. I do. De Niro's my favorite actor. Um, fuck it, I'm doing it. So I was like, yeah, I think I was like, fuck it. I also like Anne Hathaway. I do. Um, yeah. Maybe it gave me Devil Wears Prada vibes. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was like, you know what? Let me give it a watch. And I was watching it with people, maybe my dad or something. Um, but I remember being like, oh, this is a nice film. I like this film. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, but this one is uh, it just felt like she even phoned it in for this one. Yeah. I don't know. The first time I watched The Holiday, I, I, and, I and probably I had rose colored glasses on. I didn't think it was that bad. Actually, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Uh, now watching it now, I was like just picking it apart little by yeah. little. Well, I you know there are things I like about it, but uh, I don't think it's a good movie. Yeah, no, it's it's not. It's a mediocre film. Um, honestly, uh, again, I was, you know, there were things to criticize as I'm watching, but I'm like, you know what? I like this film. Uh, but I'm just watching thinking like, yeah, we're going to get to know more about these characters. We're going to get scenes where, uh, you know, Jack Black and Kate Winslet really, again, bond and connect and they yeah. fall in love. And I'm like, they oh, had this the, never they had comes. meet cute. Yeah. Because Nancy Myers wants to reference, uh, you know, writing techniques. Because yeah. she's so smart. She's yeah. very meta. I can't yeah. stand it. Uh, I make the hits. I don't like I it do when Tarantino does it. I'm right. certainly not going to like it when Nancy Myers fucking does it. Yeah. Uh, well, Tarantino has no issues with self-confidence. So no, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, the yeah, other yeah. one. He doesn't give a shit. You know. Um, so what is your score for this movie? You know, I got to put it in the context of what it's supposed to. I, You're eberting it. Yeah, I, I do think that's the right way to do it for the most part. You know, I'm not going to give it a score compared, comparing it to The Godfather. Yeah. Um, but as even silly rom-coms go, you know, it's, I would say, 52, 51. That's right at the Rotten Tomato score, I think. Is it? I think Rotten Tomato score is 51. Okay, that's where I'd put it. 51, I'll say. 52, 51. You know what I mean? If the You know, because as far as rom-coms go, this could have hit the fresh if the third act... I bought it. I just didn't. I, I'm like this. This kind of just peters out. It just goes nowhere. They're just in love now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this could have gotten in the '60s. I think like a '64. It's about the max yeah, it can I gr- hit. This I fucking can, thing. I can agree with you on that. Uh, I'd give it like a 45. Yeah, that's fair. I'd be in the 40s. I enjoyed it too. You know what I mean? It's I likeable. did like the film. It was a likable. There's a likability factor to it because I also you know if think... you have a lesser actress in Winslet though. This, I mean, she really elevates this movie, I think. Yeah. It helps, though, that all four actors, even and, now, but certainly uh, at the time, are all likable. Yes. So you go into the movie theater saying, you know what? I like that Kate Winslet. I like that Jack Black. I like that Cameron yeah. Diaz. I, I like, like Jude Law. I, li- I like Cameron so. Diaz. She's likable in the film. I just don't like the fact that I don't really – I won't say I, – I, I buy that she's into the guy – but that she's um, she never gets emotionally vulnerable mm-hmm. in the film. Like even when she cries, she's like laughing and smiling about it. Like there's nothing vulnerable about it. It's actually like closed off a bit. Also, it's another Hollywood film where uh, we just gloss over that they had unprotected sex. Uh, that happens oh, a lot really? in movies. Absolutely, a guy Jude Law drunkenly knocks on her door and she sleeps with him when she wasn't yeah, he gonna might've... be with a guy. He might have had condoms on him though. No way. The guys, the guy was going out and banging chicks all the time. No way. What makes you say that? There's. What um, do you mean? He because he didn't go out and uh, he, I gotta go buy condoms. He filled her up. 
How do you know? Like a car. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't think he... He's already got two daughters. I think he would, he would be more protect, protective than that. But, nah, he, but you're drunk, so... He's drunk. He was coming to take a piss. He wasn't prepared. He didn't have a condom in his wallet. Yeah, but he might have struck out that night. He was talking to chicks. Nah, that was just a drunk night. That was with yeah. the lads. They were talking about West Ham. Well, that was a subplot they should have they should have uh, dug into more. It happens a lot in movies. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's like Wayne's World with the alternate ending, and his girlfriend <laughs> comes up to him. He's like, "Wayne, I'm pregnant. Yeah. That's why I've been so moody." <laughs> and <it> just walks away. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh. What? Uh. Okay. For, first things first. Because uh, we're going to have to like press through two of these episodes before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, what would you like to do next? Because the uh, episode after that is going to be The Sound of Music. <laughs> uh, <laughs> should we do... Yeah, we, we were arguing over what movie to do. We are thinking Die Hard 2, which uh, if we do decide to do it, we're going to have to do it next week before Christmas because after Christmas it's going to be stupid to do it, I feel like. Or we can just go into our top tens next week. And talk about sight and sound since it is Oscar season. I think we could just do. It's up to you. Do you want to do Die Hard Two? We'll try to figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Let's try to do Die Hard Two, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, and then uh, and then do the sound of music, a, a Christmas movie that's not a fucking Christmas movie. Yeah. Never I seen it, so that'll be a first for me. I know it's considered a classic. I don't so. understand how that movie is, but Die Hard Two is one of the worst movies ever. I've ever seen. Is it really? It's that bad? I looked it up. It didn't even get that bad reviews. I don't know why I never saw it. Because I love Die Hard 1. Obviously, everybody does. And you you should. Um, It's kind of a a reflection of your character if you don't like it. I was taught that movie in screenwriting class. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was was a spec script, right? And like a really hot spec script, I think. Yeah. And because it's... uh, its plot is like there's no holes in the plot really yeah right oh very it's really well done i also didn't know until recently that it was based off a book that i didn't know yeah it's based off a book wow uh but uh i love die hard with a vengeance too i gotta say i was yeah i was saying that that too i know samuel jackson is great in that movie samuel jackson is great jeremy irons he's got great great villain yeah uh chemistry between jackson and willis is awesome yeah it's a, it's a ridiculous film. It's insane what you happens. Can't, like yeah, you can't go into that movie. You know, yeah. it's it's a stupid movie. Oh, it's but great. it's it's a fun movie. Um, no, Die Hard Two is bad. Yeah, it's okay. a bad movie. Yeah. All right. Well, let's try it then. We'll we'll figure it out. I, wanna, I would it. like to watch it because yeah. I've never seen it. Ooh, get ready. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, All that's right. it. Watch the. Uh, ho- what was the holiday on? If you want to watch it, I found it on TBS. I think us was Hulu Live and it was through TBS. That's what okay. it was. So yeah. TBS, yeah. TBS. Uh, okay. We'll right. die hard too next week until further notice. Goodbye. Bye.